Chirp is the ultimate automation toolbox for home service businesses. Chirp helps you capture more leads, connect faster, close more deals, and create customers that will buy from you over and over again. Using text message, email, and ringless voicemail automation, with Chirp, you can maintain perfect follow-up throughout the entire customer journey. Learn more about how to transform your customer experience on chirp.com today. C-H-I-I-R-P. On Purpose Media is a digital marketing agency surfacing the home services industry with a flair for HVAC businesses. The right combination of digital marketing makes all the difference. Take your business to the next level. Check out onpurposemedia.ca today. Welcome to Power Women of the Trades podcast. This show is all about breaking barriers and changing the game. Our guests will feature some of today's most successful female entrepreneurs and other advocates of our industry as well. Because if there's one thing we know for sure, female-led entrepreneurship drives change on multiple levels. We want to empower women in the trade industry like you so you can maximize your potential, stay balanced, achieve long-term success, and claim ownership over your life. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to Power Women of the Trades. This episode is part one of two. On this segment, we will dive into the nitty gritty of how making big moves in the trades can affect you in your business. And today we've got an incredible lineup with Evan and Thad from On Purpose Media. Today they're sharing their grassroots journey and their business tips. I won't listen to anything over 30 minutes. Right. I listen to a lot of podcasts. That's what yep. I was telling her. I'm like, I can't talk for an hour. Like, I don't want to talk to anyone that long. And we've yeah, been, yeah. so we've been, if we go over 30 minutes recording, Rita's been chopping them in two episodes. And we got called and out. Got Someone called us out on Facebook, on Facebook for, it. for it. Of like, it was a 15 minute episode. And it's like, listen, and it was a man that called, that said it, but Say I was like, was no, name? I forgot. White men, I tell you, they get on you. Mm. But <laughs> it was like, we were like, listen, we're trying to appeal to our audience. But we get a lot of downloads off. 15 minute uh, things because they it's like it's women a, it's, it's like, like a, a nugget it's a car drive time digestible yeah. yes right. because but the average the average drive time in north america though is about 50 minutes one way did you know that 50 yeah. i used to yeah, have a you know what i'm doing in 50 minutes. minutes though i can't commit like if it's 50 minutes and i know it, like kaylee and i drive here tw- now twice You're a working. month right and i'm working sending e- or having her send emails for me we're having a conversation a kid calls like mm-hmm. so even if the the commute's 50 minutes you're not getting 50 minutes of like head free space yeah. free time so anyways 15 minutes is probably one of our most like the most feedback we've gotten mm-hmm. makes sense was because the one person was like i just can't believe it got right into it in 15 minutes and it was like right but several people were like that was the perfect amount of time because i was waiting in the car drop off line with my kid and that's who our listeners are are mm-hmm. mostly women like we are cool with the men listening too. thank you for the support but Respect we know that you. most of us <laughs> and me like if you send me it's like why you can send me tiktoks all day long don't send me a youtube video right oh. you know but isn't that or perfect- now even the three minute ones, I'm like, oh, I really want to get through this. But, but did like- you know TikTok has the fast forward option now? I'm like, like buzzing <laughs> through it. What's a TikTok? Why? Are you uh, just I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't have TikTok. Have it it, yeah. don't- no, I just don't have the app on my phone. Oh, uh, how does it feel? I was to be like, wait, wait, there's no TikTok. <laughs> uh, you know, I waste my time on Instagram when he sends me stupid shit, uh, and I'm like, all right, I'm good we for stupid shit. We all saw that on day. TikTok two weeks before. Yeah, see, everything on Instagram is like. Two weeks after. But see, I just I don't go on it because I run a business. I have young kids. Is your kids. business not on it? You should have it. Absolutely, on it's on it, it is. I just don't watch of you. it. No, no, we have we have a team that does it, right? And so they post okay. our like our mm-hmm. podcast and they do all those sorts of things. Like, yeah. hey, look, if they need me to record something or Evan to record something, they send it over. That's, That's the only right. thing in our business that isn't replaceable and replicatable is us on camera. Right. Everything else is. And so, but but you think about that, like just for me and my time, I don't have enough time in my day to waste. Or consume, waste is the wrong word, consume the content for an hour, two or three hours a day or however long you consume the content. Nothing to say that's wrong like with your decision. But no, it's up, it's up well, to you. Know, so this is the difference my, between... My kids are six months and just over two years. Yeah. And then when they go to bed, it's like seven thirty, eight o'clock. We're like, well, fuck, our house is a disaster. Hopefully I can start on your podcast. <laughs> well, fuck, our house is a disaster. Like, okay, let's do like, we have an hour, hour and a half to ourselves. 
before we got to go to bed and to feel rested the next day to do it again. Let's just do a quick cleanup and then sit there and connect, right? So I'm in the thick of it because I have a six-month-old and I got a 27-month-old or however the kid is, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we're in the thick of it. Yeah, okay, if they're older, maybe a little different scenario. Do they sleep all night? Oldest does, the youngest. I mean, I sleep all night. (laughs) (laughs) You need to... No, they they do not. The youngest sometimes does, sometimes doesn't. He's yeah. in that transitionary yeah, yeah. period, and so like when we get home, I'm like all right, let's let's push it to, you know, training him to sleep all night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think this is a, a decent topic to talk about as well. Is the consuming for creation, or are you consuming for entertainment? Right. Right. So mm. as business owners, like I sit there and I consume and then I'm forwarding stuff to our social media manager mm-hmm. to say, hey, create this for clients. Hey, create this for us. Right. Because it's something that's trending. It's a trending sound. It's a tr- like My trending best hashtag something. I, yeah. I send Kaylee. Kaylee's in here. Camera can't see her, but our, she's our marketing manager for quality. Yeah. And I send her things to, for content. <laughs> Like at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. And yep. I was like, is that okay? And she's like, my phone's off. So if I'm asleep, yeah, I'm asleep. And I'm like, right. okay. That's your so responsibility. Like, Shut it, it off. To her <laughs> right? Because that's when I can view it. Correct. And that's when I like the idea or I saw it or whatever. But that's a really good point. You know, something like to kind of like change a little bit that I really love about you guys with content is you just like recently repurposed content from a podcast that I was on with you guys like mm. I don't I don't even know because my hair was a different color. <laughs> kind of and my extension. We've been through a lot. We've been and so it was literally like what I immediately that's why you were that's why you sent me that message. Yeah, I didn't I, even notice. I immediately sent it to our team and said, I think this is just a good reminder that I didn't even remember what I said. Mm-hmm. Someone else might have listened to that podcast a year ago, whenever it was, but you guys repurposed the content and re and put it back out. And I didn't remember what I said. And I was like, man, that was good stuff. I <laughs> you know, like I was like preaching back to myself and it was good, but I don't think everyone does that. You no. just forget. Well, and like you think about that, I'd like to go back to your point. Like I got three minutes. Can I hit the fast forward button? Right. Okay. Well, not everybody has the, the, the three minutes, the 15 minutes, mm-hmm. the 30 minutes, the 60 minutes, or the three hours to consume that content. And so if you can take those golden nuggets out mm-hmm. or even in your business and you take that and you're like, okay, we're recording, you know, you put your timer for 60 minutes. Like we usually do the same on our podcast, 60 minutes, but that one, that one episode, mm-hmm. that one, one hour that you do, now you can spin that out to do anything with that that you right. want you can do a 30 second or you can do a 60 second or you can do a 90 second or you can do a not YouTube just one short. you can do multiple, multiple 30 yeah. second mm-hmm. clips yeah. plus you can create a blog plus mm-hmm. you can create social posts like there's mm-hmm. so i think that's interesting to me for a lot of things so speaking about like on purpose media like are we getting down to business i mean we are in business okay, right i'm ready everybody's in business we're in business like we're doing it right now but like so actually I don't like the whole introduction stuff, right? But on purpose media, how'd y'all tell us yeah, the how, story? How, so you, what's the story? What is the story? I don't how know. How you if we started? Know. How you guys know each other? Why you decided? To, I'm always interested in partnerships because that's hard, right? It, so it, and y'all seem to act like you like each other when we see you. So. Most of the time, through Friday at least. Yeah, okay. yeah. eight to five. <laughs> <laughs> so, eight to four. So Thad and I met hours. selling Cutco knives. I'm wanting to buy some cut coat knives. Okay, anyway. I know a rep. I can okay. help you out. Okay. <laughs> Double D edge. Second time I said that today. <laughs> but no, we, we met there. Thad was a sales manager at the time. He was supposed to open an office, didn't, ended up running an office the next year. So I always looked up to him. First time we met, we actually like, did a car ride together and I was like, holy fuck, who is this guy? We had a car ride together? Yeah, we did. Oh, shit. And, uh, Do you remember he, this? He didn't shut up at all. Don't have a clue. No, he's like, no, <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about here at this moment. Yeah. <laughs> a different um, world at that time. Absolutely. It was a different time in your life. But yeah, we sold Cutco Knives together and then he left. I stayed, I was there for eight years. I ended up running my own office, did that for a while. That's where I learned a lot of business skills from. And then I got into more of a marketing side of it, doing branded knives, getting them engraved and then selling them to businesses as gifts and had a blast doing that. He started doing these magazines and I actually left Cutco and was a comfort advisor oh, and wow. sold. Yeah. So I, I sold was wondering how equipment. we were going to transition yeah, from knives we to the in. trade. Go. Yeah. He's gotcha. And so when I was running my office for Cutco, I was running Facebook ads in 2009. Mm. So this is way back when I was getting clicks for like a 10th of a penny. It was unbelievably cheap. Mm. 
I went into being a comfort advisor in 2014 and all they were doing was Home Depot leads. And so we would only get paid 7% commission on those leads versus 10% on regular leads. But all we had was Home Depot leads the entire schedule. So I asked them, I was like, well, can I generate my own leads instead? Because this is ridiculous. So I took lessons I learned from Cutco, learned how to generate my own referrals. The next week, my entire schedule, I had 15 appointments of just my own leads. I had zero room in my schedule for their Home Depot leads. So then they're upset because I don't have room for that. And at the same time, they're like, how did you do it? So I taught them my script, showed them how I did it. And then I started poking holes in, in their marketing and saying, why, why aren't you doing Google ads? Why aren't you do, running Facebook ads? Why aren't you paying for SEO? Why don't you have a better website? And I had no idea how to do most of it at that time other than Facebook ads. But just poking the holes in it, they grew their business exponentially. And then he presented me with, hey, why don't you come do these magazines? And he was working with a company called Best Version Media at the time, running these local magazines, their neighborhood magazines, targeting affluent neighborhoods. We right. say no to all those. Yeah. Broken Arrow. Right. Broken Arrow. And two. Yeah. Probably saw that. Yeah. 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 But yeah, he, he presented me with that opportunity. And again, it was working with home service companies. So I was like, great. I get to work with home service companies, a little bit of real estate agents. Like this is the blend of all of what I have done so far. And did that for five, six years and eventually was constantly running into the hiccup of, you know, we sit down with the company. Hey, tell me about your business. You know, I went on your website, had a good look around and I sat down with this one woman. She was running a laser hair removal clinic. She's like, what did you think of my website? And I was like, well, it was okay. She's like, I did it myself. No, wasn't that at all. (laughs) That happens. Yeah. And you're like, I paid six grand for that website. I can't get a hold of my developer. Mm. I have no passwords? idea how to make any right. changes. And I absolutely hate it. Did she own it? She didn't. She didn't own anything. Mm. Right? And so it was that moment that I was like, I, I need to do this. I need to jump on it. I was already watching YouTube videos on how to do SEO, how to build websites and things like that. And I reached out to him and he had just left the company or was in the Not process yet, of yeah, getting yeah, ready yeah. to leave. And mm. he's like, I was thinking of starting a digital marketing company. I was like, oh, sweet. Me too. And so that was kind of where we started from, but it was out of this need of just frustrations of mm-hmm. companies, local so companies. When you started it, did you immediately jump into the trades or? No, no. Uh, it was all local businesses, whoever we knew locally. Yeah. And it, you know, like it's actually interesting because like November 2019, so we're coming up actually in four years of buying the domain. Mm. And we worked on the business plan while we were working our other jobs in the evenings and the weekends to be able to say, okay. You know, we know we want to do this digital marketing company. We know that there's some shitty actors in the marketplace because they like couldn't reach the developer, right? You know, there's there's one of three conversations that people have. Say, hey, I paid somebody to build my website and do my digital marketing. And now they're gone. I can't get a I, – I don't even know where they are. I don't even know who they are. Mm-hmm. Right? The other one is, yeah, I paid them in – or, hey, they're great and they're phenomenal. And there are those companies out there. And don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. There, there's some phenomenal ones out there. But by and large, it was that second category. It's like, eh. And so when we built the business, it was on honesty and transparency. And those were our first core values. And now we've got five of them that that's built up from it. Honesty, transparency happens to be number one. But I remember the conversation because you you actually like, you know, business partners are always fascinated by this. One of the conversations that Evan and I had, and like we've been acquaintances, we knew each other through a working relationship, mm-hmm. but never really on a deep personal level. And like now, I mean, obviously deep personal level. And if I would ask the same question, you know, my heart would be broken. But one of the things that I said is like, okay, great. We'll go in, we'll go 50-50 on this business. But let me ask you this, Evan, is if this business doesn't go anywhere, if it goes tits up in the first little bit, would you miss me in your life? Because if it Fuck goes no, because right, and that's, <laughs> what did he that say? was a response, right? It was like no, because like we didn't really know each I other, got you. right? And so, and but that was the initial conversations that's that we good. had. But but in through those conversations, a lot of conversations, it was okay. What do you want this business to stand for? Mm-hmm. What are your core values? What do you want to build? What's our exit game? Mm-hmm. By the way, that was initial conversations. We have a number in our head that we would like consider an exit game. We're probably not going to take it. We'll probably go beyond that because, I mean, either build a build a business to uh, sell it or build a business to leave to your kids and create a legacy, right? right? And, I mean, those are my two opinions on it. I mean, there's probably other, other aspects of that. But that conversation then became, okay, what do we want to do? What do we want to build? What's our core values? What's the essence of what we want to create? And when we had alignment on that that's when we said, fuck yes, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Well, and it was the the idea of unequal math. 
Yes. Right. If you're a business partner coming into business together, one plus one doesn't equal two. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if it just equals two, then why not just do it for yourselves? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. One plus one equal needs to equal three, five, ten in order for it to actually make sense. And it's it's by bringing together opposites in terms of what are your strengths. How are you guys opposite? So we did the Gallup Clifton Strengths Assessment once with a good friend of ours, Nick Johnstone. And I am a bulldozer. I come in, I'm like, why the fuck didn't you do this? God damn it. Like, do your shit. It's not that hard. It's just work. Right. Right? Like, do your work. And that's mm-hmm. kind of my essence of things. Also checking that now. I mean, I realized this after I saw that. It was because like, I, and it's actually painted in the light of, I see you better than you see yourself. Mm. And so why can't you just get to the version that I see in mm-hmm. you? So I'll, I'll like, I'll mow people down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where Evan, on the other hand... I will connect with everyone and like just want to love up on you. Have you see that part of yourself that I see in you wanting to connect with that, wanting to help build you up. So that's a good duo for sure. So Oscar and I are both Leos. And so we are both pretty heavy headed and hearted and all the things. But I'm eight years younger than him. So I just always say he's smarter than me and shuts up before he would have eight years ago, you know, but there sometimes that's like for our duo or partnership or whatever, that can kind of be not even an issue, but we don't have that. We're both so strong willed, Mm -hmm. you know? And so now I think sometimes it's funny though, because we played good cop, bad cop. Like I'll be like, we're done. We're not Mm -hmm. doing this, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, okay, hold on. Or he'll do that. And then I'm like, okay, you know, don't say, just calm down, you know? And it's funny how we like play off of each other like mm-hmm. that. But, okay, so then- You need that duality yeah, though. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Right? Well, and that's, and like, in going back to that, and like, even in, you know, our Monday team meeting that we just had with all our hands on deck, you know, he messaged, you going to be on there because my flight was delayed. I'm like, no, I'm going to mm-hmm. purposely sit this one out because there, you know, we had a call, I had a call with somebody on Friday who brought feedback from the team to us and how we can do better as leaders. Mm-hmm. And valuable feedback because Ooh. we give- we give so much feedback to our team and any business owner that has team members is you're going to hold them to a higher standard. You're going to give them feedback and tell them how to do better or not do this, do this. And, and there's different ways to be able to paint that. That's not mm-hmm. the point of the conversation, but they oftentimes don't feel a, a dialogue to be able to give us feedback or mm-hmm. they feel like, oh, this is the C-suite. I'm intimidated. I'm scared. I don't want to give the feedback. What are they going to say? Maybe they might fire me. Mm-hmm. which is obviously the wrong message. What was the feedback? So for, Anything surprising? Kind of, sort of, yeah. And so so for me specifically, and like I go back to that Clifton uh, Gallup Strengths mm-hmm. Assessment. This was like early 2020 that I had that. And so now that I recognize that I'm a bulldozer and I come in like, okay, let's check that, right? Mm-hmm. Within reason, right? And obviously you have to, you have to still hold true to that because that's a strength in a sense, mm-hmm. but also be aware and recognizing mm-hmm. that in conversations. But so one of mine was uh, situational examples of talking about old team members that have left the business that might have fucked something up or didn't do something the right way or you come up, <laughs> right? Huge. Touching huge, on a nerve. Huge thing, right? She's like, oh my God, right? And so, and so, but like you but come into that. But they brought this up. They brought this. So I would say this in a meeting. That you were doing. So their so, feedback was right? you were, let's, okay. Let's call it Bob, right? Okay. So Bob is no longer employed and an issue presents itself that was like three months ago that Bob didn't do. Okay. And you're like, that motherfucker is a piece of shit. My God, why didn't he just do his job? Right. Why didn't he do the work? This is just like, you it's simple. You have one job, Bob. Do it. You have one job, Come on, Bob. Bob. One job. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so you say that in a meeting. And now what happens, and this was the, the additional part of the feedback, is that those team members then become almost, well, pins and needles. Right. Because they don't want to be Bob someday. Yeah. They, exactly. They mm-hmm. don't want to be Bob someday. And so knowing and recognizing mm-hmm. that. So if you're frustrated as a leader, you're frustrated as a manager, you're frustrated in any position where you have individuals that report up to you that may have left the organization or even maybe in the organization, different departments, mm-hmm. right? That was the other one is, okay, different departments right. have different things and there might be nuances in there. Just pause, take a breath, you know, like what you have yeah. here, right? Yeah. You know, breathe in, breathe out and then respond back. So now you're not throwing Bob under the bus, mm-hmm. even though... They're not with you anymore. You still want to love them out the door. Even when they're done and they're mm-hmm. out the door, you still want to love them. Are you we were... loving everyone out the door? 
Mm, me? No, we had a conversation. <laughs> I'm thinking of so like we were having a conversation earlier, kind of in the God. of like how we have to change as leaders, and like mm. I, I am sure that someone has listened, like a previous employee or pre- previous peer that I've had a conversation with, or someone that I know from Facebook that I've had a conversation with that our conversation was different, different. but how. I've changed over the years and how like I'm actively always working on my opinions and my thoughts and how vocal I am and what I, what I should or shouldn't say or how I feel when someone quit and I overreacted or whatever. And previous. So I think I I know that there's someone who's listened to some of these episodes. That's just like that. She's a liar, you know, and she's, that's not how she is. And they would be right in their time of interaction with me, but I have been actively like seeking to be a better leader and how to respond when those things happen. And so, but you have to be humble. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to take the feedback Mm -hmm. and be like, yeah, you're right. Yep. Shouldn't have behaved that way. Mm -hmm. Because there's definitely sometimes that I have absolutely like said things and been like, I wish I could take that back. Well, because you you do it in emotion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's emotion. And I think I used to be. And we are emotional. Yes. Yes. And humans are emotional. Yeah. We get specifically targeted as being emotional. I used to be so annoyed. But it's a superpower. It is for Mm -hmm. sure. I used to be annoyed like my daughter's cheer team has a rule that if you have feedback or frustrations or whatever to wait 24 hours and I don't really ever have issues. But previously, if I did, I would be like, I really want to talk to right now. I thought mm-hmm. you were going right. to say I really never had feedback. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never really just had like an issue. But like I'm used to I'm the one that's like, let's nip it in the butt right. and let's be done. I want right. to move on. I don't want to still be wearing this in 24 hours. Let's yeah. not build a story. But because then it is. Because sometimes yep. in 24 hours that can happen. Yeah. I can create a whole different narrative in 24 hours. Uh-huh. But Everybody what I can. have noticed is sometimes I calm down in 24 hours. And so I've tried or to just like. There's a whole perspective shift that you never even yeah, thought about. Or right. I, and sometimes even just like an hour, you know, I recently had someone quit that immediately I was like, no, you can't. And we've got to, let's find all these ways and maybe let's try a different position or let's do this. And then it, it didn't ultimately work out. But in the end, I kept thinking, this is really how it's supposed to be. But in the first five minutes, Mm. I was super reactive of, but, 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 and instead of just like letting it set for a little bit and decide that this should be. And it's so hard to sit on things and sleep on things for a while, but definitely there's wisdom in that. So how do you balance that as an owner then? Because there are times where you need to be reactive. There are times where you have time and space to be able to think on it and pause and reflect and all of those things and do the breath work and all the spiritual practices that we should do to regulate ourselves. But how do you balance that as an owner when you need to make these decisions to continue to move your business forward and sometimes they're emotional decisions? Most businesses' online presence is boring. And by being boring, they're losing out on potential sales and customers. Being interesting and exciting is what draws customers in and gets them to buy from you. But it's hard to be interesting online when you're focused on running your business and taking care of your customers. It doesn't have to be this way. We have the key to unlocking the solution to your problem. Key Hard Marketing can help take your business from boring to brilliant on social media. We can vouch for them. They run our podcast socials. If you want to have a strong social media presence that allows customers to know, like, and trust you, connect with Keyheart Marketing at keyheartmarketing.com. Being a power woman of the trades requires powerful business branding. With Kickcharts Creative, you can make sure your home service business is branded, not blanded. The proof is in our podcast logo. They created it. Now more than ever, having consistent branding that sends a clear message is essential to helping you stand out. To get started on carving out your company's unique identity, contact the KickCharge Creatives branding experts online at kickcharge.com or call 908-835-9000 today. Well, I can speak a little bit 
on that. And I always hesitate to give advice. I can just like only talk about what we've done as a couple because we're in business together. Not Cassie and I, but me and Brent. Yeah. I mean, technically um, we have a business. You know, too. when you're married <laughs> and you own a business, you kind of live there all the time. And right. that's okay. We always talk about balance. There's not. It, well, mm-hmm. it, there's phases to that. Like, like for us in the past 98 days, we lost our service manager and at the very same time, we have changed our operational model. So we both had to get right back on the ground inside of our business where we had had some margin and some people between us. And what I realized, because for me, I'm very different from Brent. We do things very dr- differently. We have the same goals, but we get there completely differently. Is And this has only been recently that I had to really look at what is not working. Because I know there's... Pro- Well, I can get burned out too because we went through, just personally, I had like a pretty traumatic year. But then when our service manager passed, what that meant for us and how tragic it was and then navigating 23 employees around that death, like there's no manual for that Mm -hmm. because they were all heartbroken. And and not only for Brent was it his manager, it was his friend Mm -hmm. because they worked so closely together. So all of that got tied up into that. And, you know, we just had to just like at that time and and I will say things have leveled out now. It was like, okay, what is the next best thing that we can do today? Because we are not going to figure out how to roll with this today. What is the next best thing in our business? What's mm-hmm. the next best, best thing personally? And in the, for me, because of the way we work together, like he is on the ground and I am definitely behind the scenes and connecting and working on strategy and things like that. And he does that too. My weakness I will say as an owner, and you can probably say this about me, is when I got back on the ground with my people, because of the way I made, I started started absorbing everyone's emotions. Mm-hmm. And like, it's a gift, but it's not a gift as a business owner when you're trying to make really tactical decisions because we're creating an exit plan mm-hmm. and we're very strategic now, you mm-hmm. know? So I realized, okay, I need to replace myself. So mm-hmm. I brought up... Andrea and now she's head of operations. So everything I was doing, she is doing because I found that I could not balance 23 people's emotions and mine and still be a mom, a wife and a business owner. I think that's that's just the way that I made. I think you just have to recognize what you can handle. And I was holding us back. I used to be terrible. I used to be terrible at like everything like yeah. people would be like so what do you do for quality and i was like lol like everything <laughs> yeah. you know because i did everything and like marketing for example i had the people that did it but and i had kaylee but i wasn't really letting kaylee do her job right. you know and so now i've been able to empower kaylee to do her job because i'm letting her do it and she'll just come to me for questions or advice or sometimes permission or whatever but i'm not micromanaging the day-to-day of it anymore and it's successful Mm -hmm. you know but i had to find the balance of like what i could hold and i couldn't hold it all anymore how'd you let go of that because that's that's not easy either the marketing or just anything like because to to step back from the micromanaging Mm -hmm. like i had i can do it better than you can (laughs) we had to have a really hard conversation with ourselves of we are killing ourselves yes Mm -hmm. and you if if and no one wants to hear you say it when you say it like this but if we are going to pay managers we have two options we either let them manage or we don't and keep doing it and why don't we just make a higher salary for ourselves then if we're gonna (laughs) do it then you work yourself to the ground and then you work yourself to the ground and so and that option b wasn't the plan right but it was like and so we our next star coach was really good about that like really pushing us of like let them manage let them manage and so for us what we had to do to allow that to happen was we had to physically leave the office Mm. and Mm -hmm. so this summer was really like a pivotal moment for that. Like, I think for a little bit, some of our team was like, what are the pounds doing? You know, like, do they still work here? But we had to be missing. We had to not be there. We were managing the company still. We were still paying attention, but we were letting the managers manage. Mm-hmm. Because if I was there, I'm like in the call center, like, bruh, 
what's happening over here. You know, I'm inside here doing this and that and whatever. And now I'm there and I'm still paying attention to those things, but I'm not letting it consume Mm. every ounce of me because if it's one o'clock and we haven't sold anything yet today and I'm going to be like up and before I was up like hounding everybody, I'm still probably going to do that now, but they've already got it like three times from a manager before me. So it's not just we have to sell this because Cassie said so, you know, or. And you know what it is for me, like you're, you're using, using the example of at one o'clock, if we haven't sold anything, I almost quit looking at the daily and I only look at the weekly. It like all comes out in the wash weekly mm. for us. Mm-hmm. We might, we can measure now. Certainly we have the capability and the automation and our call by call manager who we've empowered. She's looking at that and that all leads to a super processed way of selling. But I have had to quit looking at our, I. This is probably going to go against what everyone says. Our dashboard, mm-hmm. like it's almost like I'm inviting negativity if I try to micro like every second. My life has been built around a dashboard. I know <laughs> because I previously worked for Best Buy, and right. we. That's how I was like trained to yeah. like follow the, uh, the follow the revenue follow the revenue we had hourly check-in yeah. hourly updates we had to print the scorecard and look yeah. at it and i see feel what like you live in was. survival mode like that you do when when you're well, constantly and i have to let other people do that because yeah. i've tasked them with it but even with brent anymore because he'll take phone calls at home because he's still very much because of what happened he's down on the ground with the guys not he's not turning a wrench but he takes their calls and i'm i almost have to go to the other room because i am having to create this separation in my life where i'm like you know what don't tell me unless you need me Mm. (laughs) or say hey i just want you to listen and he'll go Mm -hmm. can you just listen and i don't need advice and i'll go okay perfect like that's a big thing too don't tell me if you don't need me the three h's do you want to be heard do you want to be helped and i forget what the other one was but i came to my mind earlier but uh, (laughs) heard helped her Hurt, helped, or uh, hugged. Hug. No, hugged. That's what it is. Hurt, hurt, helped, or hugged. Gotcha. Do you want to be hurt, helped, or hugged, right? Uh, and that's kind of the fourth age. No, no, no. <laughs> but hurt, helped, or hugged, right? And but yeah. you look at that, it's like, okay, do you want to be, and like, that's relationship relationship yeah. aspect of things. Do you want to be hurt? Do you want to be helped, or do you want to be hugged? And sometimes you just need a hug. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you want to be helped. Most of the time, you just want to be heard. Yeah. 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 And it's wild to me the things that, like going back to like the th- being able to like step out that I was watched our team accomplish. And then the guilt that comes with it of like idiot. Like if you would have just let them do it sooner, yeah. well, man, you it's know? a journey. It is a journey. And you go yep. through seasons, even, you know, we were talking about, I can't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> seasons in your business. Right. You have seasons in your business where you're growing, then you kind of plateau, maybe you're making operational, you're investing, whatever it is. But even seasons as the owner. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you feel that way? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's right. like, I'm on well, you- fire or I'm not. But now, thankfully, when I was on fire, I hired someone else who could be really hot while I'm not on fire, yeah. you know, well, to well, care. And it goes back to like, you know, what did, what did we change, right? And you're talking about yourself and doing like that introspective look and like some people that might have seen you two years ago three years ago four years ago you're not the same cassie mm-hmm. and that's okay because the seasons of the business mm. and when you learn and you grow from those challenges the biggest thing is okay well does somebody recognize me from four years ago to today <sighs> right and would you like, recognize yourself would you recognize <laughs> yourself but that's also that's also uh, what's the book that i'm referencing you talked about this the other day uh gap in the gain Oh, that's um, such a good book. Right, great mm-hmm. book. But you look at that, and a lot of people are focused on, okay, well, I'm going to hit this horizon. I'm going to get there. Oh, yeah. But guess what happens when you're driving to the horizon? It you keeps, miss all the things. It keeps going. going. We, but if you stop and this. you pause and you go back, you're like, holy shit, look how far I've look driven. Up. Was mm-hmm. it you today that posted? Yep. What did you post today? It was such a good question. Like, what would you tell you? Would you change anything? What was your post today? Your Would post you today? change anything <laughs> if you so, started? So caveat, caveat, <laughs> I wrote a long list of it like 70 good... questions <laughs> and just tasked that to our social media manager really and said, good. post these. I think it was, he doesn't know. if you could no, start in the no beginning, 
what would you change of your HVAC business? And I don't. Honestly, I don't comment anything. It was actually funny as we were we were on with Stacy and Mike earlier, and I had my phone because texting you guys like, hey, we're going to be late. By the way, thank you for being accommodating. And I saw it come up my screen like Evan Hoffman just posted. Yeah, I'm like. Oh yeah, right team, right? Yeah. right. But yeah. it was so good. If you and I could was go like, back in time, what advice would you give yourself before starting your business? Or we, that's no, there's a different. What would you change? There was one of them was like, what would you change? Yeah, and I thought about it. I'm like, too. I wouldn't change anything because I mm. never would have gotten here. Mm. Right. Yeah. And that's why I always. I was talking to someone today. I get quite a few, like especially women that reach out to me, just like asking me things or whatever. And I'm always so hesitant to give advice because I. Don't know if I could recommend what Brent and I did right. in five or, years because we had such a high yeah, level for because risk. Because my advice right. today at a $10 million, oh, almost sure. $11 million company is not the same as my advice when we were $2 million. And if my advice right now, it scares me because my advice changes so yeah. right. often. Which it should and because so, you're, you, yeah. what you have learned has yeah. built the business that you're at. But right? I, it <laughs> like scares it. me because me. we see these people, especially in these social media groups where they are like sometimes just like running the with the flame mm-hmm. of what everyone else is saying right. and then in three months they are co- totally contradicting themselves yes. and i feel like that's so freaking dangerous when you have these people that are learning how to run a business or really seeking and they're running oh, with I'm everything that you've said was it the same thing <laughs> that's what he said yeah. i just read it differently well you still I thought interpreted I said, it. what would that's, you change if that's you were to fascinating go back? too though right is because what what is the filter that we're viewing everything right. that happens in you, our no, life no i through. think you edited the post i think it said <laughs> if you could go back in time what would you change we're edit history before now before starting your hvac <laughs> right? business and i actually haven't technically started an hvac business yet but still a business yeah, yeah. yeah. still a business i, mean, I read still it different trades, right but yeah. i mean even but you still, still interpret it and you and maybe i mean we will we're like about to i'm just his saying. post yeah. worked because he was provoking thought yeah. you know it's funny because i use my social media my personal facebook page to engage engage for all of our businesses mm-hmm. right. and people all the time will be like you post everything and i was like i'll talk about that and one time someone i posted something about like this city work that's happening and someone was like the one if you, about your the highway the city of mounds or something no it was the highway and someone commented about how like if you read the newspaper or listen basically whatever like i should have done the research and i'm like but honey i literally was just hoping for your engagement yeah. and that was it i didn't like, need to read it i didn't you came actually tell me i didn't actually care so much but i was looking for engagement from the people in our area to make sure you're still seeing my posts because Correct. i'm actually still trying to sell you hvac services and plumbing Correct. right mm-hmm. where because sometimes my facebook it's funny to watch the algorithm of my facebook like flip-flop because i have so much personal local stuff but then i have such a huge following of people right. nationally in canada in canada i'm international no yeah. doubt about it eh? internationally known internationally. Like Wait, what did you say <laughs> no doubt about it eh? <laughs> sometimes they'll say stuff i'm like what is that yeah take that's off, why, what'd that's you why say Canadian the other day you slang. said something the other day and i didn't know what it was take off your hoser what is that gooder gooder maybe that take off your hoser means get mm. fucked oh. <laughs> I mean, I had to kind of. <laughs> He's like, I'm sort of like ruining your, your engagement with swearing all the time. You got to bleep these. We're gonna out, put right? an explicit yeah. warning on yours. We yeah. have A-T-A. to edit it. We have to edit too because we cuss. Sorry, Rita. yeah, we do. They bleep us on TikTok. It was cute though. I love not me, uh, Stacy. Isn't it, it funny, funny in the transcript? They always put "fucked" as F U G G E D. They did that to her. I guess I yeah, don't watch that. Hilarious. Yeah, I love it though. I thought it was funny. Maddox, my son, was cracking up at it too. Okay, so oh, Tony. That's probably what it what said. It, what, what is that? A toonie is our $2 coin. So there's a loony oh. is a $1 coin and a toonie is a $2 coin. Yes. Yeah, so, so where y'all have that's a little what it was. on it. Yeah. We have coins instead. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. what they it was. They work way yeah. better at the strippers. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> reining it back in because On Purpose Media is a, Get, uh, okay. is a sponsor of Power Women of the Trades podcast. Yes. We're getting the notes out. We're getting official here. I know. No, I don't need these notes. <laughs> did y'all write these She's or like, did Rita write these? I got a curious you to see what you say. I did not But write I do have a question because here's... I have an interesting perspective of you guys. Oh. Would you like my Ooh. review? I yeah. no, okay. okay. to hear this. No. I Raw, real, and authentic. knew that there was a podcast called HVAC Secrets Revealed. Okay. Yep. And it took me a really long time to realize that that was connected to On Purpose Media. Yep. Okay. 
But I think that you guys are probably the most strategic. I don't want to give away your game, but maybe I'm not giving away their game. I'm just recognizing. I think probably the most strategic marketing company in our space Hmm. because you have the podcast, you have the things and you have the business. Right. But I don't feel like you're having to sell your soul for the business. Mm -hmm. I think you're just getting the business and by your proof, you know, proofs in the pudding, I guess, or whatever. They might not understand that they're Canadian. (laughs) No, no, I get it. But you know where I feel like sometimes I used to get so frustrated. It's like every time we turn around, there's a new marketing guy. And then they're like. Who? Oh, we can but get who? you so many, so many leads right now. And 20, mm. that one guy, oh, remember? we can get you 15 new install appointment install, leads next week. Can you get us 15 new installers? Because that's what we need. <laughs> yeah. We don't need the leads. We need installers. I had this one guy, like, he messaged me. Sold. And he, like, he had a picture of himself standing by the river with a cell phone. He was holding the phone. And it's like, he was, like, posing himself. He's spamming you because he's all in mine. And they're under different names with the same picture. Yeah, and it's just like, no, he is. Oh, I know so, it, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I, I think I know who so like, I got, like, five he, friend request from the same person he would and post ch- he'll change his first name but leave the last name the same yeah. but he would post like how he's like knows all the things about the trades i wanted to start like really questioning him like about the trades but yeah, 100%. the whole time i was like you look like you're four oh because oh, i was like he hasn't even had his first beer yet. i don't even know if he has a mustache yeah or he would know i mean you don't have to have a mustache but uh, no but you, you need know. hair on your balls at least <laughs> But it was just like, but everybody can start. I get it. You can start wherever you want to start from and you can learn. But it's like we all we have been so like ran over by these right. marketing companies Absolutely. that yeah. are. And I know y'all fight yeah. this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you have to deal with it. And then or someone, I would hate. Honestly, I'm really good friends with Brian Redding. Actually, I'm really good friends with all the guys in the, but Josh the is, ones, right? Josh yeah. is yeah. our guy. So I've been with him, but Ryan Redding is our, is our personal friend. Yeah. And we actually saw him last week and I was like, I literally cannot think of a worse job to have than what right. you guys have. Right. Because whereas it's like such a small room, you've got one up, upset contractor and he's telling everyone mm-hmm. without any context. There's no mm-hmm. context. And then it's like, well, you said what blows my mind too is it's like someone said this to me once, like you can I can get you up to the plate to bat, but you have to swing the bat yeah. and mm-hmm. you have to hit the ball and mm-hmm. then you have to run and then you have to and keep good trying marketing to get does to not you have to keep getting to running to home plate. Operations. And no, good marketing doesn't. does not cover that up. And so you have to fix operationally. And so whenever I it makes me crazy when I hear some of these people like this guy sucks and he did this and this and i've i've literally listened to him and i'm like but well, what but did you do what did you do who's answering your phones right. you right. have you listened to any of your calls do right. you listen to your csrs like right. but i still feel like you guys have like proven not only that on purpose media is a premium provider right but like the i don't know it's like the you way did that really, you've done it the way you've right. done right. it really has been job. like Marketing both, yeah. Marketing both to be the same because, like I said, I didn't even realize they were the same. Right? Do you get most of your customers at the trade shows, or now is it just referrals? Podcasts, podcasts, and so and so. Like, I will be the first to admit that I think that we've like what you just described. There's a disconnect between non-purpose media and HVAC success secrets revealed. That we've probably done a little bit of a disservice, and that's why we've started to, hey, On Purpose Media sponsors the random question generator mm-hmm. and bringing that in. At the same time, though, we don't push people into doing business with us. Maybe it was we smart, pull though. Pe- we want to pull people, right? And so, but when you do that, like one of our core values, lead with value first. You know, that's one of our core values of our five that we have inside of our business. And when you lead with value first and when you can educate, you can pull people towards you. Now you're going to actually have a stronger product, especially mm-hmm. in the marketing game with what you just described. There's a lot of people that say, I'll give you 15 installs this week, guaranteed or your money back. It's like, well, yeah, okay. It's pretty easy to run on Facebook ads. Right. I can get you 300 leads at $5 a lead, but are they actually good leads to right. be able to grow your business? And so, so it's an, always an uphill battle. And so how do you position yourself differently as a company, right? What's your, what's your value proposition? What can you do there? And like when we started in the, in the space, and I think the original question was like, were you always in the trades? Well, no, mm-hmm. we were not. We started mm-hmm. with local businesses. And then in September 2020, we're like, okay, well, we've had an HVAC client. We're crushing it for Facebook ads. Spoiler alert, we don't do Facebook ads anymore. Fuck Facebook. Uh, <laughs> Amen. Yeah, they're just meta or whatever they're called now. It's just, it's insane. And like, yeah, you know, if you, you can, Facebook ads can be done the right way. You just have 
have to have the person to actually answer the call and call them right within well, like, again, three, like two what, minutes, right? What's the goal, like trying to reach what's, the, what's the goal, right? And so like when you look at the trades, it's like, okay, you know, we're pretty we're pretty blue collar, blue collar with a white collar polish is what I always call it. And so like, Ooh, right? And so, but but like there, like there are people, right? And so, and so we, it's never really felt like it's- Blue like, collar with a white collar car. Right? And so, but for me, but for me <laughs> personally, like, I can be myself in our space. Mm-hmm. I can be myself. Like if I were to work with lawyers- <gasps> Fuck me. No thanks. I talk to too many lawyers I'm and wearing, insurance agents I'm these wearing, days. I'm wearing Realtors. shorts and a t-shirt right now. If I were to show up to do a podcast with lawyers, I have to wear a suit. Don't get me wrong. I love wearing a suit. It feels comfortable, especially with like the right tailor-made shit. But man, like I just love shorts and a t-shirt. Right. It feels way more comfortable. I don't have to change when I get home you and done my day. You, right? yes. you get to be who you are. But it's really about that pull because you know what? I could push – and Evan, Evan does most of our sales now. I've removed myself from sales as I work on more of the operational side of things, it's easy to push somebody into buying your your service, especially in marketing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But are they going to be happy? Mm-hmm. Or are they going to mm-hmm. be upset? Likely. But if you pull them in and they make the decision, now you've got a longer-term client for us. And that's kind of where we've always, at least myself anyways, and I think Evan had the same, the same philosophies. And when you pull people into that, now you've got an even better relationship with those individuals. I just had like this epiphany, this rebranding epiphany for you guys. Oh, let's hear it. you're giving out marketing no, advice. HVAC Secrets Revealed brings you primarily your customers that you need to be revealed media or revealed marketing or uh, revealed. Revealed marketing. Revealed. Another marketing company that starts with R. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, hear Rival, I hear you on that. You know what I mean? Or like something that like ties into the yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, but, I think you still yeah. are... Sh- doing a good job of like showing that they're the same because right. like i said yeah. at first i didn't know that yeah but we, a lot of, we, we, we went with the all black like, yeah. and pink branding on purpose mm-hmm. right yeah and i like that i mean the the name on purpose media was meant to be like get off self get on purpose mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like everything is purpose driven behind what it is that we do mm-hmm. whether it's with clients whether it's internal like it's it's all about that higher why and that's what drives think, us. That's what drives. Customers. I think I'm going to start a marketing company and call it Primetime Marketing. <laughs> We're big fans and it's of just going to be right his little nuggets of wisdom. Yeah, he's so good. We love him. He's are you gonna, he could be are you our coach. Sell leads. I don't know. I think I'm just going to say whatever he says. We're going to I'm obsessed with him right now. Our coaching services. We're going to start being coaches. There you go. Do you all know who we're talking. You're doing Coach Primetime. Uh, Deion, Deion Sanders. Like Deion? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, like yeah. I. I, I'm. She does. She's not a football girl. Can you tell? And I have started watching football because of him and everything. Do you guys? Well, you're not on TikTok. Do you not? Does his stuff not come up and like all the like the leadership that he provides for his team? We're gonna blast I you with the now it will. His stuff. <laughs> now like it will. Yeah, because they're always listening. But no, I've been following Primetime since he was in University of Florida State. <sighs> he's, mm. so, he's so great. He's good. He's so I good. Just say he had great time. things to say back then. He, I'm telling you, okay, so I'm going to sound silly because I don't know how to talk about football, but I did sit sit down and watch the game on Saturday and, you know, they totally got got destroyed by Oregon. Yeah, but his post-game interview, that's what I, I I was like, this is when we're really going to get to see what he was made of. And it was just so good. It was like, oh, it was just so good. And I'm like, I just, I want him to be my coach. Well, and, and did you see his post game after they beat Colorado State when his mom came up there? No. Oh, oh yeah, and his mom was yeah. like, "I didn't. I raised him." And whenever the coach was running his mouth about raising, my mom didn't raise me to set with sunglasses on or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, "I raised him." And what he, his mom was running her mouth back, and I was like, "My girl." Really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 She came up in there and said it straight. And it I was have great. to send you the TikTok that is like three minutes long, and it, we I won't. It's them. a three minute TikTok, but yeah. it is. I meant to send it to you last night, but I'd sent you a video, and I wanted to make sure you watched the video. First. I sent you one about him last night. Yeah, every day so I we send do one this every day, but about he does how, the same for me. I check it once every four days. And right. you don't look at it <laughs> about how we're missing. That God's using him right now. You're gonna have to. You're gonna I love have it. seen that. I believe about it. How? hundred percent. Uh, because everyone knows his name, and if you listen to him, he's like. Because it's using not about football. That's no. what nobody understands. Yeah. What's happening is not about football. It's about yeah. And I always say that to Bram. Like this isn't about plumbing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's and, and and it's funny because that's something that we were taught when we sold Cutco. Mm-hmm. They always said it's not about the knives; it's about the lives, and like mm-hmm. that was the management motto. That's mm-hmm. what we lived by was we were molding young people and my life forever changed because I sold Cutco knives. Mm-hmm. Didn't mm-hmm. you say you did it with Justin Donald? 
Did Absolutely. we have a conversation? Yeah. Okay, so is that how he started and now yeah. he's a big investor? And Absolutely. He started at Cutco. Yeah. Yeah. Lots That's of great, crazy. successful individuals have started at Cutco. Um, like, who are some of Travis, what's his nuts, that started Uber. Oh. He sold Cutco. That's how I feel about Best Buy. Yeah. I hate it. I was super guy. young. Like, oh, it's John Cut Rulin. Yeah. Uh, th- he wrote it. the book Giftology. He's a friend of uh, Tommy Mello's as well. Phenomenal book, by the way. If you want to learn about yeah. Giftology, yeah. So it's the idea and the strategy of strategic gift giving. Mm. Wait a second. This is for Leslie. I give already. a lot of gifts. She's a right. gift giver. She's a that's her love language. Tell me about it. So Should, it's it's. Oh, <laughs> we have a gift. <laughs> not not scripted. We were like, "Hey, we're gonna open this we earlier." Have a gift. Yeah, 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 you yeah. have a gift, but uh, we. Well, wait, I want to say this before we open, like, just so our listeners know. You know, when Cassie did that very first post announcing that we were starting a podcast, and if you wanted to help us or whatever, these guys were the very first guys within like probably five minutes that said, hey, how can we support you guys? They were our very yep. first sponsor. And it's still like, don't make me get emotional because I already had an emotional day and I'm not one to show emotion. It's okay. You can cry. But there's you a can, couple things. You can do what you want. Right. There's a couple things that are profound about that because not only were you guys the first people to say that you were going to sponsor sponsor us, but like support us, even if it wasn't monetarily, like supporting us, Right. But you were men that did it first. Like, we didn't even hear it from women first. And that kind of sucked at first for us of, like, where's our girls? But then recognizing that it didn't really matter anymore at that point. So, like, you guys were truly, like, right there front up there saying, hey, we got you. We're going to do whatever. And then we're like, I can't believe people want to sponsor us. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like a little bit of an imposter syndrome. Yes. It was something. Well, right, especially right? on some of you and know. Well, I of remember, them. I remember having the conversation, and y'all were trying to do like a sales pitch for us, and like and we, you were we like, don't, we, we don't, don't have care. any downloads or. Well, and then, <laughs> we, we, yeah, we, we, we don't, don't know what to tell you. We already well, have someone, a first episode. I know what's gonna happen. Before we had talked to you, like on scheduling, you guys were the first to say it, but we had had a meeting with someone. The, the way the scheduling works, so we had met with someone, and that person kept asking, "Well, how many downloads do you suspect?" And we're like. Our husbands? Right. Yeah. Two. Right. We Maybe know four. We know yeah. four we for don't, sure. We yeah. don't know. Well, we just really know that we have a voice and like we've built, we've spent the past couple of years like building our own personal brands and, you know, whatever. And they're like, okay. And I'm like, that. I know that's a hard sell. Yeah. Like, you know, you just got to kind of trust us. Ask any contractor. Tracking KPIs like close rate and ticket size has always been a challenge. Improving KPIs is even harder. But contractors on Service Titan tell a different story. This is Dale Jackson of Jackson Services. Service Titan gives me the metrics to know the performance of every individual in my company. That kind of information is invaluable to me. Get the full story of your business with powerful data-driven insights from Service Titan. Schedule a software demo today at servicetitan.com. That's servicetitan.com. This has been Power Women of the Trades. Like what you hear so far? Leave us a review at Apple and make sure to listen to our other episodes wherever you enjoy listening to your podcasts. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next one.